Maido, we okay? Yeah, episode two. Woo-hoo. How have you felt for the last couple of days? A fucking celebrity. <laughs> Same. You? Same. The way I have felt is like we've been on Lorraine. We've then went straight ah. over to this morning with Phil and Holly. Like we've been we've been inundated though. Oh, this is it. This is us hitting the big time. When does the Times Square billboard go up? I'm Let me sure. know. The Dollarino's <laughs> podcast. The open top bus through Largs Main Street. I'll be on it. <laughs> uh-huh. Never mind the Scotland team. Mm-hmm. You want us up. That's what you're wanting. Absolutely, Dom. No, it's been so nice. So thank you to everyone that's listened, liked, subscribed, <laughs> shared our Insta stories. We are we're on top of the world. I know, I, we do feel really lucky and we did say this yesterday or today I think, just, you know, we've got the best friends and family in the world, everyone's been so supportive, honestly the messages that we've received, have just we've been so blown away, it's been lovely though I mean we knew that we talked some amount of shite but we didn't realise how many other people love listening to shite. <laughs> I know, and we so, I'm sure we mentioned this in episode one, we'd said, you know we'll need to stop talking to each other as much because then we won't have anything to say. Now, yeah. I'll count how many times we've been on the phone today, Dom. <laughs> this will be terrible. One, two, three. Hold on. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> Doc, let, let us just let you know now, every single one of those calls was about this podcast. It was. <laughs> everyone's like oh my god have you seen what they've said oh my god have you seen their story oh my god thing me's listened oh my god 21 five star reviews <laughs> oh my god honestly though you think we'd never have a wee bit of praise in our lives i know embarrassing um i was just going to say please don't stop liking and sharing we need all all of you to keep liking, keep sharing. Please follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, however you get your podcasts. Um, we're still waiting to be uploaded onto Apple. They're a bit more fickle than Spotify. Spotify's fucking easy. Her legs are wide open. She's taking any podcast. We were up and running on her within two minutes. Um, but yeah, please keep liking, keep sharing all the five-star reviews because honestly, it does mean the world too. So thank you we, so much. We sound like Uber, five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yes, this is episode two and we decided um, with Mother's Day coming up, we'd do a bit of a a Mother's Day themed episode. Um, Want to also acknowledge that I know Mother's Day is a really hard day for people, so sending love to everyone that needs it. And um, yeah, we've got a couple of funny bits coming up. Um, Hannah's obviously mum to a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Who literally just ate my dinner off my plate. We bastards. Um, I've got two wee boys. We've had Hindus with our mums this week. We've got a couple of funny mum stories. So yeah, here's episode two, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. So um, I have got a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. Two boys, which I'm actually delighted about. And I, I remember like when I fell pregnant with my eldest, being so like... I don't care what I have. Da, 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 da. When I fell pregnant with my second, I was I was really, really keen for another wee boy. I just had all the shite. Like I had all the pale blues, all the toys, the cars, and I thought, number one, I'm not buying anymore. So even if I have a girl, she's wearing that. Mm. But it was just I just felt like that would be such a 
nice wee family, like mum, dad, two boys. So absolutely delighted. I absolutely love being um, a mum of boys. Boy, I really, mom. really do. Boy, mum. Um, do you remember Polly? Shout out number two, Polly. Um, she always seen herself with boys as well. She was like, I only want boys. <laughs> yeah, that's because she wants them all to go to Eatendall. Yeah, very true. Sorry, <laughs> Polly, you're getting a bit of a bashing, but for context, we were, Polly was the first person we sent this to. And what do you think of our review, doll? It's good. What's wrong uh-huh. with your mic, Karen? Oh, we've uh-huh. not even discussed oh, yeah. mics. Right, yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks to all the sound engineers that have just popped out the woodwork. I know. I didn't, oh. didn't realise we had so many friends that were podcast experts. I know. So hopefully the mic's better this episode. Um, I just had Josh up to try and sort it. Josh, who's yet to listen to the podcast, by the way. Um, <clears throat> so hopefully it's a bit better. Um, but yeah, we sent it to Paul. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know. Probably the fact we bought it from Woucher for £19. <laughs> well, mine works perfect. Quote, unquote, you're crystal clear. I know. I was, I was When I was getting all the feedback on the mic yesterday, I was looking at new mics and Josh was like, I can't believe you've done it one episode and you're looking to upgrade the kit. And we were already looking this afternoon to upgrade from just the free trial of the Riverside. I mean, oh my God. We really think, couple of couple of nice messages and we think we've hit the big time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mama boys, absolutely love it. Zero to one, hard. One to two, easier, but still, still pretty fucking hard, to be honest. Um, spent the majority of my first maternity, second maternity. Everyone says you're in. Everyone's in leggings and sweat sweatshirts. So I don't understand why that's such a mum thing. But really lost the style, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I've decided I'm rebranding myself as a cool mum, and I've bought myself a baseball cap. Did I tell you that? No, doll. But see, to be fair, doll, you'd rebranded yourself as a cool mum about ten minutes into having Murray. Yeah, that is true. But now I'm oh, actually that's not new. No, but now I'm rebranding myself and restyling myself as I who, sit here. Who's the inspo? Who's the inspo? Um, struggling for inspo, and I mean, no offense to my mum friends, I love you all dearly, but no, my friend Shauna's really, really trendy. She'll hate me saying that, but Shauna, she buys all our bits. She's really trendy. Um, but no, so I know that people wear socks over their leggings now. Oh, Jesus wept dolls that you just catching up with that. Mm-hmm. Do you fall uh, down a void when you become a mum? Must do. And then I bought myself a baseball cap to see if I can pull that off. I've got a really wide head. That's another fun fact about my kids. My kids have got off the scale huge heads. And can, isn't it? Can confirm I have been hungover and vomited in the children's hospital toilet because I was so hungover. But being such a good aunt, when yeah. Murray had a seizure... Thank God he's fine. And was called up at eight in the morning, having only just got to bed at four in the morning. Shout out to David Bennett for that one. Thanks very much, doll. And Logue literally shook me from sleep. It's like, Murray's in the hospital. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And like, honestly, I mean, God, I know I'm no mum, but Jesus, I'm a great aunt. I was there 11 a.m. in that hospital, sitting yeah. by his bedside, spewing also at the same time, but, you know, still there for the moral support. I think that's yeah, what you were. I know, and um, that's when we found out his head was off the scale big. So there's for for those people that um, have got kids, they've got a wee red health visitor book, which seems to be like the 
fucking single point of failure if you're a mum. And um, it plots their growth and all the rest of it. And, you know, the graph goes up in terms of, like, their age and where they should be in terms of a centile XYZ. Murray's doesn't even fit in the graph. <laughs> and it's so funny because I look back in photos now and love is blind when you're a parent. I did not realise how large oh, no, that Jimbree, the Jimbery pick and you oh take a pick of him from behind. How that boy did not topple over. My God. I actually remember getting that picture and went, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, look at the size of that boy's head. Obviously, <laughs> my text, no, my text tube was like, oh, gorgeous dog. Gorgeous, yeah, yeah. I'm like, at to log, what the fuck? I know. There's also one of him and Cammy, right, where Cammy's obviously like 28, 29 in it and Murray's head's the exact same size as Cammy's. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway, so... I don't know who that's worse for, Murray or Cammy. <laughs> I know. But no, being a mum's great. I'm so lucky. I'm so privileged. Um, What's the hardest bit? What's the hardest part about being a mum? The sleep. Mm. The sleep. I actually remember when I, with Callum, so Murray is like me personality-wise in certain traits. He's very dramatic and, you know, everything's a bit of a performance. Anyway... Um, just after we had Callum Murray went to nursery we'd picked him up or someone had picked him up it wasn't Josh and I and then afterwards the head teacher of the centre phoned us and was like hi Karen how are things and I said like, yeah fine fine she's like how's the newborn yeah yeah fine 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 and she was like I just had to raise something with you and I said yeah what is it and she was like so at group times they have these group times at nursery you talk about your thoughts and your feelings and that's going to be the new generation at, at two years old mm-hmm. yeah at two years old how are you feeling today anyway Murray had expressed a concern to his nursery teacher that he was getting up in the morning himself going downstairs <laughs> himself making his breakfast himself because mummy and daddy are just lying in bed sleeping they were <laughs> honestly they were about to get social involved I mean, it's probably not too far for the truth for Josh, but not for you, though. <laughs> I came home to get a, a big row. I was like, why are you telling them what's going on in this house? <laughs> why are you telling them why I told you not to let them know? I know. But no, yeah, I would say the sleep. And also, like, the identity. I know I've just talked about me rebranding myself, but the identity is... It's so hard to change from being all about you or all about you within a couple and all about you and your career and there's just for every decision that you then end up making you think about your kids as well it's really really difficult especially when you're self-centered bitch like me (laughs) (laughs) can I say that's one of my biggest fears I'm so selfish yeah like I just don't mean yeah there (laughs) (laughs) fuck what a big dick no but I am though like I love me time, like, not, and I don't necessarily mean, like, alone time, you know, I hate alone time, but Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, I fill my days so easily with, like, coffees, Mm -hmm. shopping, you know, like, nice bits, like, the thought of having a child strapped to you, and shout out to my two friends, Nicola and Joanna, who I work with, I worked with last year, Two amazing mums, amazing, and also amazing doctors, both took my mentors at work. They were just, they're incredible how they do our job and our mums at the same time. I do not know because I can barely get my pants on in the fucking morning, honest to Christ. But the, yeah, so basically, they, 
I do laugh because when I'm with them, I do say to them all the time, like, girls, yous are fucking walking, talking contraception for me. Like, yeah, can help. Like, I just don't have the patience for a child saying to me every two minutes, mummy, mummy, mummy. Don't have one. Like, and I then know. before they can even say that, roaring and greeting every two minutes. And I just think, I know. it's hard. It's really hard. And it does change your relationship as well. And like, I mean, so my husband works offshore, so that's really difficult to navigate. He, you know, I find, like, I resent him. Like, I resent his offshore life. He also works for CalMac, which, I mean, if you want a holiday camp troops, head on over there. It is ridiculous. Um, I feel really bad. hope nobody from CalMac's listening. Also, this assumption that people... No, we're not that big. I know. I know, this assumption. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I find it really hard when he's away. I will be honest. It is. It's one, really of, one of the re- responses to my WhatsApp, my WhatsApp, sorry, my Instagram story today was one thing about that, how much it changes your relationship, how you can look at your baby and be like, oh, you're so cute. But inside, you're absolutely raging at your partner. But you mm-hmm. also can't hate them that much because the baby is 50% there. Yeah. Totally. And it's like, I remember listening to this thing Michelle Obama said, like, you quantify everything that they do because how dare they piss off to golf when you're landed with the kids and how dare they, how, you know, it becomes a tit for tat. I just changed that last nappy, so you changed that one. It's difficult. Yeah, I, I, I think, obviously, I do worry about losing a lot of that you time and losing yourself as well. Like, yeah. I think... You must lose a bit of yourself with that because, like, and you and I have had those chats in the past, like, some some people feel like, you know, and I am very much like that, like, and obviously we can all say it when we don't, you have no idea, um, you know, I will never change, like, I won't change as a, a mum, like, you know, I will just, I'll be me but with a baby, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, I'm not even me with a fucking cat. I literally spoil that wee bastard like nothing else. So how hell would I be like with a child? I know. I know. Do you it's know? Just, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think now, especially, like, in our generation, there is so much pressure. Like, see social media mums. I actually was just looking at um, what's her chops that married? Proudlock. Emma Louise. Conley? Emma Louise. Or, I think... Conley's yeah. not the right name, is it? I don't know. Should know that though. Emily's proud. Uh, Emily's proud lot now. Yeah. Um, there's just so many that look make it look easy, and what I hated. Yeah, with money, doll. Fuck's sake, and six nannies. Yeah. Nannies, correct. Where are the free nannies? Maybe when we take <laughs> off, doll, I'll be able to afford one. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? There's just there's a lot of pressure on this social media mum who are your favourite mum for like, who do you love following nobody honestly don't <laughs> the only people I like talking to about being a mum are my, my actual mum friends now I know we joked last week I'm not in the market for new friends I'm actually not but I was very I'm so lucky with my mum crew like I have to be honest they are great they are great I mean within five months I filtered it down now, but within five months, I was probably admin of five WhatsApp mum groups. I've left a couple now. Oh man, uh huh. Like, how did you meet them for people that are listening that want to be mum friends? 
I met some of my mum crew at like a birthing class that went up this morning, by the way. Don't invest in that, girls. Like, I know everyone wants a hypnobirth and breathing. There's no point. Just What a shite. Uh-huh. Honestly. Please tell me who's done a deep breath and shoved out their first wane. Um, and then other ones were kind of baby classes. But I have to say, like, I'm incredibly lucky. They're great support. I do think that is a different calibre of friend that you need. Oh, yeah, dogs. I mean... I feel like, I mean, if I fucking took, say so myself and took my own harm, I was a very good friend to you when Murray was yeah. born. But, you know, I'm not a mum. I can't give you that same empathy that they can. I can't give you the same problem solving that they can or advice and experience. So, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. You you need... But that doesn't necessarily always mean... That, like, you know, some people are the first mum and they're all their friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, as long as you've got a good... So I think the key message we're kind of chatting about here is more about support and that's yeah. for me obviously we mentioned last week that like, I live down in Manchester like I just know for a fact if we ever wanted kids I couldn't stay here like I just like I wouldn't have anyone to watch them I wouldn't be able to do yeah. anything yeah and how do you find that Hannah you've obviously nearly been married like coming up in a year you're both like working like how do you what do you feel there's been any change in like people chatting to you about um When's the baby coming? Oh my god! And how do you manage know, that? You know that's my pet oh. peeve. Uh huh. And you know, it, it was my pet peeve anyway. Well, I fucking hate that. Never ask somebody when they're having a baby. Never ask somebody Correct. when they're having their second baby. Correct. I think it's the most intrusive, invasive, inappropriate questioning. Like so. And then, sorry, I was going to say there, like, not just that, like, the second layer of my work, like, you know, I've done, I've worked in early pregnancy, like, I've scanned ladies that have had miscarriages, I've had to, almost every shift, go to A&E and diagnose a miscarriage, like, absolutely, you just do not know what somebody's been through, what somebody's going through, you don't know how many times this has been for them that they've had to turn up with their baby that they've lost, you know, it's just horrific. And for a lot, for people that that's happened to, like, I I mean, I've never had a miscarriage, but I've spoken to enough women that have, like, it's not just a miscarriage, you know, it's a whole baby, it's a life, it's everything that they've imagined. And you saying to them, so when's the baby? You're like, fuck off. I'll fucking tell you when it is. You don't need to be asking. And, you know, for me, like, I, I, I mean, Side note, like I obviously I've had a liver transplant for people that don't know, like I'm on medication that I could not get pregnant on, like it would be really, really bad. It's a very, what they call a teratogenic medication. So I, that basically means if I was to fall pregnant, A, there'd be a high chance I would just miscarry, but B, very high chance of very severe congenital malformations and things like that. Um, So, you know, I we'll have to put a lot of thought and effort and work into having a baby if I ever want to. We'll have to probably put my own health on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, for that to then, you know, that's it's a lot. It's a lot of emotional baggage to yeah. have and be thinking about. And when people then start asking you, like, obviously they're not doing it to be, to be horrible. They're just doing it, I don't know, out of awkwardness maybe in a situation or out of just a conversation starter. But it's... You know, it's as awkward for you to turn around and then be like that. Well, actually, 
I might actually have had and this is my issue and it makes it so awkward but you think well, why shouldn't I make it awkward because you've just made me feel yeah. shit absolutely when but I yeah. feel when I feel pregnant with Murray I was trying to hide it with from my family now my aunt Julie will never listen to this but my aunt Julie cottoned on very fucking early and decided to run her mouth um, but we went in this girls weekend to uh, Edinburgh and I had to pretend to drink gin and tonics or gin and lemonades and like I was drinking goblets oh my god of tonic I felt so sick already never mind drinking goblets of tonic to try and hide like the oh fact my. that I wasn't drinking because again I think there's like this assumption like oh you're not drinking why are you not drinking I know anyway I know. it's difficult it is difficult but quite a lot of your friends recently have become mums Hannah so um, you've seen them like change from me, a reprobate. <laughs> yes, a Lambrini connoisseur yeah. to a connoisseur of fucking Jimberies. Yeah, I was quite I was quite far on with Murray and we were bouncing about the sanctuary in the West End of Glasgow smoking. Oh, that <laughs> far on boys and girls. She was no, only, she, no, no. she was pregnant. I know. Um oh my god, have to tell the story of when I found out I was pregnant with Murray. Mm. So for context, um I was getting some blood done because I was worried about some hormone levels, blah, blah, blah. Um, my mum went through the menopause really early and I think I just had that on my mind at the time. So my doctor was quite aware of the situation that, you know, there was maybe a bit of concern about me going through the menopause early, X, Y, Z. Anyway, <clears throat> Murray was a lovely surprise. We all know Murray what that means. Murray the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what that means. Um, and at the time we had a dog called Amber. Oh my god, the worst! Your first child, your my, firstborn, mm-hmm. and Amber was known for attacking, biting. She should be long gone. Actually, I'm so embarrassed to say that she's still alive with Josh's mum. Anyway, you were out the walk with me, Hannah. We were in Paul Park, yes, remember? and she bit me. She bit we bastard. So, so off I shot to. My favourite GP in the world, Dr. Orrin, Kilmarnock Road. You you were having an affair with him. <laughs> Is he Murray's dad? <laughs> Enough. Um, and I said to him, I was like, Dr. Orrin, I need a tetanus. My dog's bit me. And he was like, Is your dog not a or Jags? And I was like, Yeah, but I still think I need a tetanus. Like, she's broken the skin. Da, da, da. And he said, um, Any chance you could be pregnant, Karen? And I was like, Nah, no way. He was like, I think we just should make sure you're not pregnant. Before, because you can't get this if you're an early pregnancy. I'm like, ah, right, no bother. Went to pee in the stick. Oh, that was a tetanus before and they never checked. Hmm, bizarre. Anyway, that was when Louie bit me. Wee bastard. I think I was maybe like a day late and I maybe said, I must have said, oh, I'm a day late or something like that. Anyway, back, came back and um, it was inconclusive. And he was like, do you know what, Karen? He was like, you won't be pregnant because <laughs> you obviously use contraception. Um <laughs> Hand in your pure, what? Well, not your pure. What's your clean name? catch? Clean catch urine. <laughs> yeah, clean catch. Your pure, your pure urine. Yep. Your morning dew. Um, <laughs> we'll test it. He said, but I'll get the tetanus. Just come in on your way from work. Blah blah. So off I go. Hand in the morning dew. Train into Glasgow. Fine. And I work. I work in a bank. I was working in the office, and I get this phone call from the doctors. So answer the phone, doctor. Hi, Karen. This tone. Hi, Karen. And I was like, hi, Dr. Roy. He's like, ah, congratulations. You're pregnant. And oh. I honestly fell off my chair. 
I was right. like, what? What wasn't at the time? But I was like, oh my fucking god! How am I going to tell Josh this one? Anyway, so that's how I feel. Well, found out I was pregnant with money, but yeah, it's just it's a whirlwind. It's an absolute whirlwind. But um, best part of my life, absolutely. I know they are amazing. They're two wee brattles, but they are fab. But then at the same time, you know, I, I think it's important also, God, this has not been the laughs and giggles this podcast thought it was going to be. Don't worry, we are bringing, it, bringing the volume up soon. Yeah. Um, but no, do you know, another, just while we're on the serious notes, they are amazing and I love your boys and all my friends' kids to absolute pieces and I'm so lucky I've got gorgeous, mainly nephews actually, I don't really yeah. like to have any nieces, no, I don't think I do. Um, love them all to pieces. I'm so lucky and... You know, I also take a lot, like, like I was saying, you know, I'm not actually 100% sure if I'll ever actually be a mum. And I take so much happiness, like, out of all of all of those kids and seeing all them and treating them and spoiling them and spending time with them. You know, I think it's also important to know, like, if people don't want to be mums, it's fine. Yeah. And if you don't ever want to have kids, you know, we live in this age now where for the first time ever, more women are choosing to have careers and, you know, not have children, not have that kind of social norm kind of experience that we're used to where you get married, have kids, set yeah. down to do that. Be a dink. That's, that's great. Be a dink. Double income, no kids. No that's kids. us. I'm the biggest fucking dink you've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the TikToks and dinks are unbelievable. I just look at them and think, oh, wow. Like, also, I love all the TikToks and get them a lot of like, all the pets that are in yeah. a millenn- two millennials Double millennial income. That is Louis Logue. He is honestly, as we speak, lying on a velour cushion next door, being hand fed. lying. It is actually cashmere. Uh-huh. <laughs> hand fed pieces of chicken out the fridge. That is no word of a lie, and it is ridiculous. That cat is the most spoiled. He's got an air tag on his neck. I mean, for fuck's sake. So does Josh like, Susanna. Oh, but I mean, she's not a pet doll, fuck's no, sake. True. true. Um, um, yeah, like, so yeah, I think this is a, the first time in a long time ever, probably, that if you don't have kids, you don't fucking need to have kids in absolutely. your life. My life is so fulfilled. I do not feel like if I didn't have kids, I don't think I would be like that. Oh my God, my life was so unfulfilled without that. I just think each to their own and... You know, it means that Logan and I can go on holiday whenever we want. We can go out whenever we want. We go for dinner. Yeah. You know, we just randomly come home. We'll be like, we'll go for some drinks. Like, a lot of things. And that, again, like we were talking about the selfishness. Like, I will start to think, God, am I ready to have kids? And then, honestly, doll, I have these big panics. And I think, well, no, I'm not. Hannah's obviously saying all that. Hannah's saying all that, but Logue is like fourth in your priority list. So Hannah's <laughs> weekends are filled with friends, hens, hen parties, hen parties, stadium tours, <laughs> podcasting now. Podcasting oh, now. Fucking way down the list. No. You are right, though. Yeah. You're right. Funny. But yeah, speaking of all the friends that we're talking about, obviously I put on the Insta story of the the Instagram page if you're not following it it's the Dollarinos pod on Instagram gives lots of updates about what we're up to you know what episodes are going to be filled with etc etc so I had asked people um, I'll just bring it up now I'd said on the story could people you know give us some funny stories and you know let us know 
you know, what it's like becoming a mum, give us all your thoughts and views, pressures of that people feel becoming a mum or to become a mum, anything good or bad, and of course, any funny stories. So honestly, doll, we have, we're so lucky with the people that are just so totally bought into this shite that we're doing. It's so funny. But we thought we'd start with a couple of stories um, of our own. I mean, doll. Oh my God. Our mums are amazing. Like, my mum is my absolute best friend. Like, we are, I am a clone of my mum, would you not say, doll? I think you are in some ways, but you are much louder than your mum, Hannah. Oh yeah, Dick. Well, have you met my dad, fuck's sake? Uh-huh, I know. But you, I think you're you are like Jackie McPherson now, Jackie McPherson on steroids. Mm. You are, doll. On steroids, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, and she, you know, Hannah's mum was the only... Um, mum of and even like none of your aunt didn't come etc like she was the, that generation that came in your hen and oh my oh. god she was she was incredible it wouldn't have been the same without her doll oh my god she's a scream her at the drag show living her best life well actually no so one of the funny stories that was probably not her best day so basically god love her so as karen said she came on my hen herself other people were meant to come but didn't end up and it was all a bit, so basically my hen was actually, my way hen was actually after my wedding because I got married, I was made to get married in December and I actually ended up getting married in the June and then, but my hen was already booked. That's a story for another time. Mm-hmm. So, God love her, she's like, ah, fuck it, no, I'm coming, I'm not missing it, like, I'd regret yeah. it if I wasn't there. And also, like we said, my mum's great, so it's not like, yes. you know, she would have been out of place or anything. So obviously I had no clue what we were doing. I didn't know. But like, obviously my sister was quite heavily involved. So I do blame this on her doll. Like, I think she should have had a bit of fucking forethought on this. Yes, because, and I'll just say as well, I was one of Hannah's bridesmaids. We posted an itinerary into that WhatsApp and it not, not and it wasn't just your mum, but we'll get on to here. There were several people that this activity did not suit and no one uttered a word. No, they didn't. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I've been told they didn't. So... Anyway, so the second day the hen comes, the Saturday, and the girls are like, right, we're going on a boat party. And I was like, fucking yes, here we go. Cannot wait. Totally my scene. So we drove, it was about an hour away, it was over in Blanes, and again, that was, I think, because our original accommodation was meant to be over there. So we were in the car for about an hour, and already one of my friends, God love her, Mad was feeling sick already. I thought, fuck's sake, this is not panning well out well. If you can't even we can't fucking stomach the car journey. So God love her, she was doing some deep breathing in the back. And Sorry, anyway, <laughs> and so we get to the boat. Now, a catamaran is a fucking stretch. Oh my god. It, it was a sailboat with a skipper. Like, it was so small, but it was great. It was, I was like, this looks amazing. I had this amazing bit out the back where we could all like sunbathe. And oh, I just thought this is amazing. Yeah. Like, you know me, doll. Like, I was not a shy bride. Like, I was in the fucking peril to the tits yeah. bikini, <laughs> the fucking just married sash. Like, yeah. I mean, there was no guessing what we were up to. And doll, so, can I just quickly ask, at this point, did you think to yourself, my mum hates boats? No. No, no, I was only thinking myself. myself. Yeah. I, was, I was only thinking myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fucking interested in anyone else. I was like that. How can I get a great Insta shot on here? So, anyway, so onto the boat we go, right? Now, we were a bit nervous because the whole week leading up, weather was a bit 
query not going to be great. So we're thinking, Jesus, is this even going to be good? Anyway, weather starts clearing. We take off. We're thinking, I'm like that. This is amazing. Like, this yeah. is amazing. Weather was roasting. We were all loving it. Now, we could not have been on that boat for a, more than four or five minutes. So like, we couldn't have been. And already, my poor mum. <laughs> Same colour as your full outfit, chalk white. Fuck sake. She was she already was like doing all that. And I'm thinking, I'm fucking pregnant, Jackie. What's going on? Fucking labouring. And I'm like, you okay, Mum? And she's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. God love her. She didn't want to say anything because she was thinking, like, obviously I'm like, woohoo, that's amazing. She was like deep breathing and I'm thinking, oh my God. So then again, we'd barely been we'd honestly barely been ten minutes away for the port. And she's like, ah, I need a bag, I need a bag, I need a bag. And I was like, ah, oh my God, oh my God. Grabs the bin, vomits, projectile vomits into this bin. And by this point, she wasn't fucking chalk white. She was actually green. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, my she was. oh my God. And we were all just like, shit. But this guy was absolutely pelting it. So I'm like that on the door, like, on the door to him, like, excuse me, excuse me, thinking, do you know what? Like, we're barely even left. She's absolutely scunnered. Like, we just mm-hmm. need to go back. Like, this, there's, this game's a bogey. The colour of a bogey. Mm-hmm. We're done. I'm like, time, excuse me. Like, listen, this is amazing, but we need to go. But, like, look at my, my By this point, she's actually hanging over the edge of the boat. So just, was Maddo. Oh, God, gotcha. yeah. And they were just vomiting. I was like, listen, we just need to go. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> These happen all the time. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, seriously. And he was like, no, no. He was like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> we get to the shore. We have the barbecue. You swim. Then we party. And I'm like, I was like, looking at them like, do you fucking think they two are partying? I was like, who the fuck is having a party here? No, no. He was like, this all the time. You swim, we party. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't even party. We disco. We did. Then we disco. Yes, we disco. And he was like... He wasn't actually bored at, but, you know, here we are. He was like, what we do? What we do? Every time I see this, every time. <laughs> we send the people <laughs> into the water. The waves, the motion, it fixes the stomach. I'm like, I'm and I'm thinking, well, how far is this fucking lunch? And he's like, ah, not long, not long. So then anyway, fuck's sake, we were on, honestly, probably for another half an hour, the whole time. Oh, and it wasn't even like funny, like she, how I was still, like she was shaking. She just could not stop being sick, couldn't stop. No. So we stop, we go for a barbecue. So we stop for the barbecue and... He's like, right, in the water, in the water. So, mm-hmm. fine. Most of us were jumping in, fine, fine, fine. However, what I hasten to add is, my mum can't swim. Oh, my God. So, I don't know why in our right minds we thought, let's do this, because we were desperate. She was so sick and she was so desperate. So, the next thing you know, she's getting a fucking life jacket flung on her and we're pushing her down the steps of the back of the boat. Like that, just get in the water, Jackie. Just get in the water. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking for a photo of your mum. I know we can't see it, but do we have <laughs> a photo of her being sick? I don't know. No, I, no, think no, we... I was going to say we'll post the video because remember at the time I took a video and it was the back of the boat, them all being sick and then us all dancing. Mm-hmm. So, as I say, she's getting pushed down the back of this boat with a life jacket on and she has a full on panic attack. 
Because it's our biggest fear, being mm-hmm. in an open body of water. <laughs> she can't fucking swim. What's saying then, like a surfboard or something for her to catch? Oh my God, he was fucking throwing in the noodles, the pool noodles. And I'm like, that's <laughs> fuck. she needs a fucking anchor, not a pool noodle. Jesus wept. <laughs> fucking hell. She needs a helicopter home. She needs an airlift. <laughs> so honestly, God love her. We, dragged, we actually dragged her back onto the boat. Dog, can I just say, do you remember the point where she's dangling with her feet over the boat and we started splashing her feet with seawater? <laughs> splashing her feet with seawater. Is it that was going to help? We were half pie-eyed as well, which didn't help. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem. We'd been drinking, whereas they were all spewing. Mm-hmm. Whatever she'd been losing, we'd been taking. And like, then the next thing he starts dishing out fucking hot tuna rolls around the front and we're thinking, <laughs> what the fuck? This is the last thing they need. I mean, they fucking tucked into them, they were great. But anyway, so then, honestly, oh, it was horrendous. And then, basically, the whole way home was Zidisco. Yeah. So there was about six of us up the front of the boat, like, Y-M-C-A-A-A-A. And then the back was everybody that felt so sick, and everyone was, like, lying. Eyes were closed. Everyone was deep breathing. Mm-hmm. It was fucking hilarious. I will post on our Instagram the video that I took of a pan the boat and as I say round the back there all it was like a fucking it was like a battlefield they were no man's land and we were up the front like hey 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 I know oh my god God love your mum like she um, I do not know how she like tolerated us the rest of that weekend because what is that actually like she was being violently imagine that being violently unwell and then getting forced to face your biggest fear in life (laughs) (laughs) I don't then, know why we thought that was a good idea. And then we started, like, not that we were bitching about your mum. We all love her. I'm like, I mean, why did she not say anything? Why, why did she not say yeah, The blame, the blame culture started. Uh-huh. And Hannah's like, mum, you don't like boats. Why did you even come in the boat? <laughs> so I, so I didn't fucking want to sit myself. You mean, boot. <laughs> Send your mum for a cappuccino and blanes and we all go in the oh, disco boat. God love her. Anyway, I mean, doll, we had the fucking best time ever. I know. Shout out to you, Jackie Mac, because we love you to bits. What was our skipper's name? He was great. Oh, Louis. Louis. Love him. Was he Louis? Was... Oh, he was fucking great, whatever he was. Do you remember the side note we went on at the, when we stopped to chuck Jackie in the water? He was like, chuck it all overboard. <laughs> there was, he was like, oh, there's the other captain. It's his day off. And he swam over to his, uh, the boat with his donk out. He was... <laughs> He was naked. Katie Duncan was under, couldn't have been underneath that water fucking quick enough. She's like, somebody passed me a pair of goggles. I actually thought her eyes were going to fall out her head. We were like, is this Willie out? Aye, it's Aye, David Bennett as well, fuck's sake. He was fucking under there quicker than you could say, Big Donk, was it? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought that was one of the pool noodles he chucked in. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then Eddie's bird. Remember, we were like, who's that girl he's with? Like, oh, is that his girlfriend? He's like, no, he have many girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And then they proceeded. He was like a fucking little, little mermaid. Off he went, shagging on the beach, right in front of us all. Yeah. And while I- we were trying to enjoy a hot tuna sip sausage <laughs> roll, and my mum's been sick in the background. <laughs> Honestly, oh. my bridesmaids plan a 10 out of 10 day. Girls, if you are looking for them, let me know. That was so funny. <laughs> Our mums are chalk and cheese, Hannah. I mean, they oh, really are. Jesus. My mum, my mum really doesn't drink, and you know, she's she's such a caring person. Like she is just the kindest, oh, the most selfless person. But when she gets something in her head, she follows through with it. Correct. 
Oh, jeez. Like, no one I've ever met before. She holds a grudge as well. And then, um, funnily, we were talking, thinking about this and talking about this the other night. So, my ex-boyfriend was an absolute horror. Like, real, real horror. Fud. Yeah. And we Number one up. fucking fud. Him and Molly May up there together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we split up because he cheated on me. So, I was heartbroken, la, la, la. Previous, very, like, really... I don't know, a week before we'd split up, we as, as large residents went a cycle round Millport, as you do. And um, I'd left my bike in his mum and dad's garage now. Also, he was extremely old to be living with his mum and dad. But anyway, by the bye. <laughs> well, you were just going to say he's extremely old. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you can have a fucking OAP. To be fair, it was for large, so some fucking pickings if they're uh-huh. under, under 70. I know. So anyway... I worked in the local golf club at the time and my mum kept chirping on, you need to get that bike back. And I was like, mum, like, I'm fine to cut the losses. It's fine. You know, it's a bike. I don't Why you want you to get it back so bad, but you fucking put it into the Tour de France next year, dog. I know, I was like, oh, fuck's sake, I'm 21. I'm not cutting about my bike for much longer anyways. <laughs> so, anyway. Bye. The only mode of transport in Larks. Anyway, kept on. You need- <laughs> the only way to get to Fairly Larks. <laughs> the train get- runs once a week. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the bike. And I was like, Mum, I'm not getting the bike. I'm not getting the bike. Anyway, it did kind of occur to me. I thought, she's she's got this in her head. Went to work one day, nine o'clock start, up at the golf club. Worked a full shift. I walk up the driveway to Mum and Dad's really steep hill. And in the garage, I see the bike. And I'm thinking, oh how the fuck's the bike got here? Anyway, <laughs> so I walked in and my dad was like sitting in a really foul mood. I was like, oh God. So I was like, Dad, why is the bike here? And he's like, ask your mum. I thought, oh my Jesus Christ. So I spoke to my mum and she's like frantically trying to make up this cock and bull story of how the bike arrived. And basically, my mum decided as soon as I left for work to take my dad to my ex-boyfriend's mum and dad's house. Oh, my God. Chap the door. And they, for anyone in Largs, lived in the Roundel, which was not a place for Ann and Chick McLaughlin to be going. It's like a scheme. <laughs> <laughs> not anywhere that a McLaughlin bike no. should be left overnight. It was a purple rally. That's what it was. It was purple rally. So, mum, I mean, what the fuck would you have been doing with that at 21? <laughs> Don't fucking tassels coming out the back. You know? Um, tapped the door and my mum's like, hi, we're here for the bike. I'm actually <laughs> cringing. Like, they must be like, oh, fuck's sake. I can take it. I know. Your daughter's a bike. Here she goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get the bike, try and get the bike. And because it was a shite, it didn't fold or anything. I wasn't a BMX. <laughs> Tried to get the bike into the boot of mum and dad's car. Failed to do so. And my dad's like, so and what are we doing now? We're in the scheme. We can't get the bike into the car. So how are we getting the bike home? We live five miles from here. She made my dad, who was probably 60 at the time, cycle the whole way. Oh, and you know, my dad's well known. I was like, Dad, did MD see you? And he was like, I couldn't even look up. <laughs> As he cycled from Largs to Fairley in the Purple Rally. Oh, Chick McLaughlin, you're a fucking hero. I know. Too funny. <laughs> Too funny. Anyway, I don't even know where the Purple Rally is now. Probably in the bin. Oh, probably in the bin the next day. It was just, pro- it was just proving the point. Always, the yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. Your mum had to, that was her 
had to just had, it was her thing she had mm. to get it back yeah another actually story that my wee cousin reminded me of today which really made me laugh as well so again like karen said chalk and cheese our mum's karen's family not big drinkers at all fuck's sake mine are like fucking fish yep and so like i talked about so obviously i delivered transplant as a child and one like my gran always drank vodka and brew Always. That was her drink of choice. Does she still so, drink that at all? No, not now, but years ago it was. Uh, now she's more like vodka soda vibes. No. Um, Cute. Just as long as she can taste the vodka, you know. Um, so I'm like five, right? And I was as annoying wee bastard then as I was now. Probably even more annoying. But anyway, um, I'd been annoying my mum all day. Like she was having a party for something, probably not. It's probably just a fucking Tuesday night. That's where we were all around having a baby. And I was like that. Can I have an iron brew? Can I have an iron brew? Can I have an iron brew? Another reason why I don't want children because they are annoying me bastards. Mm-hmm. So can I have an iron brew? Can I have an iron brew? Mum's like, no, like you're not getting an iron brew. Anyway, so time goes on. My gran arrives. Now, why my gran used to do this is beyond me. She would have, like she would put vodka into like would come to my mum's house mm-hmm. rather than with a bottle of vodka and some iron brew, like opened cans with vodka in them or an open two litre bottle with vodka in it. What? Pre-mixed? Pre-mixed, oh, fuck's sake. Like, it was like, let's not waste time going from mix to drink. Let's just go <laughs> straight to drink. <laughs> Sorry, Gran. She'll go fucking mad if she hears me talking about this. But anyway, so then... I'm like, please, please, please. So my mum literally picked up a can of iron brew because there was obviously just like, we had like some iron brew anyway because my mum had bought some in for my grand coming. Mm-hmm. Thinking, there's a fucking can of iron brew. Drink it. So I'm like, okay, yes. Two kids sip. I'm like, mum, this tastes weird. She's like, you have been asking me all fucking day for a drink of iron brew. Fucking, we shouldn't have sworn at me when I was five. Well, maybe would. That's maybe why I asked her so much. Uh, drink the iron brew. So I glugged the whole can of iron brew, five years old. Five years old. And the next thing, you know, my mum's ch- ch- checked in and met, and I'm like, <laughs> pushed, pushed up the stairs. Worst thing about it was, I'd fucking liver bloods booked in for the next day. She had to phone the doctors and be like, ah, she's really not feeling well. Yeah, my first fucking hangover. Oh she's, not feeling, she's not feeling well. We'll need to cancel the bloods. We'll need to rearrange for next week. Oh my Sorry. God. Sorry, social services, get them on the dinger. Fuck's sake, Jackie. Absolutely. Man, you big, big fud. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, a fud. But no, we are so lucky. They're the best. My mum is they the best mum in the world. They're and amazing. Like, absolutely. And I remember, do you remember my emergency money fund, Hannah, at uni? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do I fucking remember it? It fucking saw me through fourth year at uni. I mean, we were in a bit of a phase where if you had £20, you were out. Dull. If I, dull. I, we were de- taking 20p fudges for the fucking library vendy. Yeah. I didn't even need 20 pound. No. I mean, we were just, we were out all the time. It was just such a great period. But I had, well, had mum's bank card. So it was for, for emergencies. Emergencies. Only, Karen. Only, Karen. And it was also in the days of bank uh, paper statements, like paper. So you, she didn't see what I'd spent until the next <laughs> month or whatever it was. So. One night we must have been really skint and we how many times we were like regular customers of the RBS like that. Can you extend my overdraft? Can you extend my overdraft? I mean, 
we left with a lot of debt. I know you're in even more now, Dana, but fuck's sake, like fuck's sake, I know. We enjoyed ourselves. Anyway. She just means through uni loans, by the way. I'm not in fucking debt, fuck's sake. I know. So we Well, if I can fucking spend it for this holiday, I will be, but anyway. <laughs> we will be in debt when we pay for the premium software. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so we were really skint this time and I was like, do you know what girls, we'll just go out, me, her, Polly, shock, uh, I've got my mum's emergency fund, she'll never know, Love she'll it. never know. So she I will think, never know. She'll never like, know. No. How fucking stupid were we? We probably already had a few vodkas by that point. I think I withdrew money, I think I must have withdrew money because I'm actually not that retarded and... We've obviously got to the club and we've been steaming and I actually remember putting up a photo of like two Jaeger bombs and two doubles with my with my fingers as if it's doing a V saying £15.70, fuck you. Like, <laughs> we take that for a round now. Anyway. So oh my God, doll, that would barely get you a fucking mixer, <laughs> a spirit and mix. So we obviously went to Kokomo, I don't know if anyone, is it still going? Oh my god, doll, I wouldn't even know. That's how old we are. But well, I don't live in Glasgow now, but like that, that was a good sad. Time. I wouldn't even know now. So, anyway, we're in Kokomo and I'm spending the money, and it wouldn't have been contactless. I would have been doing the chip and penny. Oh, yeah. So, we had a great night, amazing night. We get chucked out, I think, did we not, Hannah? There's a photo mm. of us gripping onto each other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, we'll find that as well. That'd mm-hmm. be a good photo to I take to put on the Insta. That was oh. maybe like one of our first pictures together. I actually look like I've just got out of 20 years in fucking Berlin. I look horrific. I'm wearing a blue blazer from Forever 21. I, was, was... <laughs> Which is, I, I mean, that, that just would sum up that time, Forever uh-huh. 21. Absolutely. So, anyway, we, we never thought I did not, it did not cross my mind. I obviously just didn't remember, I didn't remember. Anyway. A couple of weeks later, my mum phones me. I'm like, hi, mum, how's things? She's like, hi, Karen, fine, fine. Just wondering. <laughs> the bank statement's in. Oh, fuck. What, what is this co-co-mo? <laughs> and I was like, what, what do you mean? She's like, I've got a transaction here. £15, co-co-mo. £12, <laughs> co-co-mo. £9.20, co-co-mo. <laughs> You're like, yeah, exactly, Mum. I was getting fucking ripped off, wasn't mm-hmm. I? <laughs> the, the emergency money fund finished shortly after that and the card was cut up. <laughs> the card was cut. <laughs> oh, my God. They were the best times ever. Love Absolutely. it. Thanks, McLaughlin, that was, thanks for funding the best times of our life. Mm-hmm. Thanks for what being my mum. What would we do without you? I know. Very true. <laughs> anyway, so we just wanted to finish on a high. Another brilliant story final story of the day that we wanted to finish on was one of our good friends Hannah Griffiths oh my god did we just play a... it yeah I th- it's three minutes long though it's quite but then suppose by the time we've we've said it yeah I think we play it Hannah it's you're going to be you're our first this is our first um guest oh, not... mm, yeah first feature and it's a fucking belter but I know. oh my god god love her right let, let me find it and let me get it going. God, I was hysterical at this. And this is when I just, again, honestly, all these stories do is encourage me not to have children, not Absolutely. fucking have them. Absolutely. I, okay, so Archie would have been probably about two months old at the time. It's probably kind of near about your wedding, actually. So I was obviously on my knees, tired, not sleeping. He wasn't sleeping. Steve was back in work. 
it was just a really tough time. Um, and I basically had to, um, I had to, I was on my own with Archie and our golden retriever summer and I had to take her out for a walk. So I put Archie in the baby carrier. So he was on me and then I had a summer on the lead. Anyway, I looked like shit. I was really tired. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put a bit of red lipstick on just to walk the dog and make myself feel a little bit more glamorous. So I did that. And um, walked out. And then Archie started kicking off. I was like, for fuck's sake, I think I need feeding. And I was like, right, how can I... um, feed him here I basically put like a a muslin blanket over his head got a boob out in the carrier latched him on so he was kind of I was basically walking through the park with my tits out um with him breastfeeding um so I was like right this and he latched on I was like right I'm owning this this is so good anyway Summer then decides to do a massive shit and she does a shit in like the longest grass ever so it's almost like camouflaged I'm like trying to find it while Archie's breastfeeding under a blanket in the baby carrier anyway I find this poo and I'm like I need to pick it up bend down to get it get it but at the same time I bag it I also without unknowingly collected like a massive bunch of long grass with it that it was stuck to and I'd cut it like with the bag so when I went pull the bag to like tie it up this long grass then goes in my face and smears dog shit all over my face oh like literally in on my lips so like basically I ate dog shit um across my face and um didn't actually get in my eye but it was going to my eye so I'm like fuck did this actually happen? I'm literally standing there like, I've got dog shit on my face while my baby's breastfeeding. And someone's just looking at me like a proud golden retriever sitting there thinking, you've got my shit all over your face. <laughs> so it was a really low moment. <laughs> and then I basically get my phone out to use the camera to try and see where the shit is to get it off. Do my best to get it off. Anyway, see quite a few people when I'm out because you see fellow dog walkers quite a bit, the same type of people. Get home and I realise there's still shit all over my face. So I was basically talking to people with dog shit all over my face. So, um, yeah, basically I ate dog shit at the same time as breastfeeding Archie in a public park. That's my story. Thank you, Hannah. Oh, my God. God, that is horrific. That's horrific. I, oh my god, Hannah. God love you, doll. But you are an amazing mum, and Archie yeah. has the cutest button. You're gorgeous, even with dog shit smeared all over your face, doll. And you know, <laughs> oh, amazing. Thank you so much to everyone that sent us hilarious, funny anecdotes, stories. Loved listening to them all. And yeah, big shout out to Hannah Griffiths and her shit smeared smile. Sorry we girl. didn't share more, but I think you might know by now we like talking about ourselves. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to get better at that, Hannah. I know, I know. Double. Episode three. Episode three, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening again, guys. And, you know, I just reiterating, we cannot thank you all enough for all the love. Please keep it keep it coming because, honestly, we, we want to make more of this and we can't do it if we don't have any fucker listening so <laughs> yeah thank yeah. you so much guys we're just we're looking forward to the next one already and we hope everyone has a really lovely mother's day whatever they're doing 
Please tune in to next week where we will be discussing all things shielding, banana bread, Joe Exotic. You TikTok know exactly dances. what we're talking about. TikTok dances. It's been three years of the anniversary of the lockdown and we've got a hell of a lot to say about it. So we can't wait to see you then. Bye. Bye.